Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Luke chapter 22, verses 39 through 46, we're going to be meditating on Jesus in the garden. So today's readings are coming from the ESV, and I encourage you to open your Bible as we read. Passage reads, And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there, he, and there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. In this passage, I want us to look at five things that we see in Jesus. You know, you can really best see a man for who he is when he is at his lowest. And we're seeing Jesus who is just broken. We're seeing a broken Jesus. And we're seeing a Savior who is about to, well, become the Savior. We are seeing Jesus in the garden where he is in such agony that his sweat became like great drops of blood. So I want us to look at And the first thing I see here is the strength of Jesus. The strength of Jesus. It's hard to realize in this, but Jesus at any point in time could have stopped. At any point in time, Jesus could have said, I'm done with this. And then just, you know, not gone through with it. And he would not have been in the wrong for doing that. Jesus could have just said, no, this is too much. I'm done. One of the reasons when I'm running that I like running outside and running in a loop is that it's harder to quit. You know, if I'm on a treadmill at any point during my run, there is the stop button, you know. And if I'm like, all right, I can't do this, I'll press stop. And Whereas, you know, if I'm running outside, then, well, I'm already halfway through and I've got to get back somehow. So, you know, I'll keep running. Jesus, throughout this, went through this whole crucifixion ordeal. The literally, this, I'm not kidding with you. This is literally hell on earth. He is taking on the punishment for sins on earth. This is hell on earth. And at any point in time. He could have said, I'm done, but he did not. You know, we're often with the, there is a metaphor for temptation where it's like a weightlifter who, you know, at any point you really experience the full weight of temptation when you don't give in. When you give in to temptation, you know, you end halfway through. So you don't actually experience the full force of that temptation because halfway through you stopped. But with Jesus, he went through the whole ordeal, the whole time. You've got to know that Satan is whispering in his ear, give up, give in, don't do it, give up. Because, I mean, if I'm Satan, I don't want Jesus paying for everyone's sins. Like, I don't want Jesus to do the greatest act in human history But Jesus 
held fast. He had the greatest strength that humanity has ever seen and will ever seen in this. You know, and it's just crazy that the greatest feat of strength was not in, you know, like some great army or some, you know, something like that, where it's like a typical feat of strength. This is at his lowest. We see Jesus at his strongest. And we also see an integrity that Jesus who he is will not be compromised by circumstances. We see that his disciples are praying, are falling asleep. We see that his disciples are failing him. We see that his people who he came to save are killing him. They're killing him. The people who he are, is dying for are his enemies. Yet Jesus kept his character He stayed true to who he is. He did not sin through any of this. Additionally, we see in Jesus a love for his own. That's the third thing I see. We see a love for his own. Throughout this, he endured so that his own people could be saved. Jesus knew that this would be the worst thing that anyone could ever go through. And he knew that this was not his fault. Rather, he was up there to save his people who had rejected him, who had spit in his face, who were at this time his enemies. But he went through all of this because he loved them. He loved them with an unconditional love, with a love so sweet and so dear. And in this We also see a submission to the Father. Look at what he says. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. That's our fourth point. Jesus submitted to the Father. Jesus did not want his plans, but he wanted God's plans. You know, I'm sure that when Jesus is in the garden, lots of alternatives are coming to his mind. Lots of, oh, well, this would be easier. This would be less pain. But... What he said was, Father, not my will, but yours. Jesus did not back down from obedience to the Father. Even when it was hard, even when it brought him such agony that he sweat blood, he did not back down. He was not an unfaithful child. Rather, he submitted to his Father's will And he showed that he really was the son of God. And finally, we see human weakness in Jesus. It is easy for us to sometimes get this picture of Jesus as like high and mighty, which he is. Jesus is high and mighty, but miss out on how Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart. How he is one of us. How Jesus became man. We can sometimes focus on Jesus being God or Jesus being man at the exclusion of each other when in reality we should be looking at both. And we need to realize the beauty of Jesus being human. We need to see the beauty of Jesus' weakness. That he did not, when he took on humanity, he did not pick and choose which parts of humanity he wanted. He didn't say, well, I want this, but I don't really want the weakness. I want, you know, being able to enjoy food, but I don't want hunger. You know, I want to enjoy sleep, 
but not be tired. No, Jesus took on human weakness. So, brothers and sisters, when we are weak, we can go to our Savior. When we feel broken, we can go to the one who truly was broken. When we have been betrayed by others, we can go to our Savior and find comfort. Because He too was betrayed. He too was abandoned by those He loved most. And yet He still clung to the Father. And we can find strength in Him. Because even when we don't have strength, our Savior does. And we can rest in Him and what He has done for us on the cross. So brothers and sisters, as Easter approaches and as Good Friday approaches, as we celebrate what our Savior has done for us, rest in who He is. Look at who He is in the Passion Story. See who your Savior is and rest in Him. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you have not already, I encourage you to go to our website, AdoptedBelievers.com. You can find podcasts, articles, and all sorts of resources. You can go to our our Facebook page and find us there. You can also tell your friends about us. That's a really great way for you to help what we're doing. But without further ado, I'm going to see you all next time.